Warning, warning. Two idiots reading the SCP files over the intercom. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Hello and welcome back to Discovering Esape. It's me, Tadini. That's a new Esipe. one. Discovering Esape. <laughs> Discovering Esape. Is this a new thing? Is that like a... This is the same like podcast. This is, a new, this is a new podcast. I've made, I've made a new wiki. Yeah, because S- it sounds kind of like you're saying... It sounds like you're saying essay, and that's like the Spanish word for... I don't know. Essay. I hope it's nothing bad. It's like, hey, essay. Essay. Spanish. Uh, it means that? No, that's not right. Uses, hey, hey, used that. as a form of address for a man, it says. I told him all about you, essay. I say, that's not what I was saying anyway, so... <laughs> I, I love I love how the, the description for a Spanish word, like the sentence that tells you about it in the dictionary, is all in English except for that word. <laughs> Alright, but yes! We're here. Uh, you have We're things for me. How many things do you have for me? One, two, three, four. Four completely Ow. random SCPs. I'm actually kind of hyped. It feels like we've been doing like one SCP an episode for a hot minute now. Yeah, we're going on a wild ride here. There's no fiend to these, so it's just sort of a grab bag. Yeah. But... Let me just close this Aetheral Space tab casually. A, a series on Royal Roadie and on the channel that is definitely worth your time if you enjoy sci-fi, operas, or anime shenanigans. All right, I appreciate there's no distractions distracting me from the podcast anymore. You're, you're sure you cl- fully closed the tab for Aetheral Space on Royal Road? Yes, I made sure I closed the tab, but not until I knew I had left a review on Aetheral Space. Of course, of course. Aetheral Space, <laughs> that's an unusual word. How's it spelt? It's spelled A E T H E R A L and then space S P A C E. Ah, you're quite skilled at that. I imagine you can Google that up very quickly. Yeah, I would just put something like Aetheral Space Royal Road and you'd probably find it pretty quickly. Oh, that would be useful if I read it. Anyway, back to the discussion <laughs> <laughs> point. Yeah, give me the link to the article. The first one, SCP-169, The Leviathan, by Kane Pathos Crow. Whoa, this one's from Series 1. That means it has to be good. That means, yeah, it's, it's like that <laughs> more votes you get, the further up in the series you get. Yeah, exactly. What if that's how it works? It's worked? a ranking really system. Funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. But yes, go ahead. Let's get to it. Item number SCP 169. Object class Keta. Special containment procedures. Because of its size, SCP 169 cannot and almost certainly will never be contained. No structure on Earth Damn. is large enough or strong enough to contain the SCP. It's trying to shift in my tone. <laughs> yeah, I love how they say that, but it's on Earth, so I feel like that's not true because I feel like I've seen some wacky containment. The location of the SCP is not precisely known, but imaging satellites and analysis of eccentricities in the Earth's orbit suggest the SCP is located in the southern Atlantic Ocean, possibly stretching around the tip of South America. See addendum 020. Any satellite footage... What would happen... What would happen if you got the Leviathan to swallow one of those stone mirror stones from, from SCP Red Ocean, Red Sea? I don't know. You just zoom into a mirror... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been world. defeated. Yeah, he'd be he'd be on land. He couldn't breathe. Any satellite footage of a shift in the land masses produced by the SCP is to be excised and destroyed by embedded agents. 
description. SCP-169 is surmised to be a marine arthropod of enormous size, known as the Leviathan, by generations of sailors in oral history. How lewd. Presumed at first to be a myth. Oral <laughs> history! <laughs> <laughs> Just giving a blowjob while reciting a speech. Why gourds ever near the goal? SCP-169 was detected on blank, blank, 19 blank by Mobile Task Force Gamma-6. During an investigation of paranormal activity around the blank, blank archipelago coordinates... Archipelago, buddy. That's what I said. During Gamma-6's investigation, Dr. Bruce Banner (laughs) discovered... No, that's definitely Dr. Fish Fisherson. Dr. Fish Octopus discovered the archipelago to be moved at least three kilometers from its original location. (laughs) Hold on, what did you... What did you say that word? How did you say that? Uh, 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 no, initially, Dr. Ark-e-pelago. Ark, uh, like Noah's uh, Ark, e-pelago. Oh no, I write a successful website. I think I know how to say it. Though initially, Dr. Octopus <laughs> believed this motion to be due to unusually quick continental drift, a reconnaissance mission performed by the USS Grace Hart revealed the Ark... <laughs> <laughs> the protrusions of rock-like plates covering an enormous organic mass. I can't. I can't even laugh. I genuinely love your redacted names. I'm terrible at coming up with names on the spot. I, I usually have a list of names, like when I'm running something, because otherwise I will just come up with the dumbest shit. The foundation was brought in immediately to begin threat management. Doctor Tanhini and Doctor Darnell estimate the SCP's body length to be between two thousand and eight thousand kilometers. Now, this is a new part of the law I've just come up with in the last thirty seconds. We are reincarnations of those two doctors. Wait, am I, does that mean I'm no longer a junior researcher? I got promoted. This is in the future of the junior researcher ones, but then they die later on and become these entities that we are. Oh, wait! Did I ever become a doctor before I died? You did. That's why you listed as a doctor here. Oh, cool. Good. Then these doctors die, and they come back as these strange creatures. Does that? Because I was going to say, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of of our whole lore? Because we were running from the foundation because we were unauthorized. But if we were That's once the... doctors, we should be authorized. But we're like reincarnations, so we're like different people. We don't have our memories. Yeah, but you could argue reincarnations are anomalous in and of themselves, and there are plenty That's... of anomalous doctors. Yeah, but we're like because we're like. We're, we're type 12 entities, which are the most dangerous. We're just kind of rogues like that, okay? We don't play yeah. by any foundation. They have rules. mysterious plans that the foundation does not yet know of. They are our top threats. <laughs> <laughs> top five threats from Tanhony and Darnell. Number one, blowing up the archipelago. Okay, the creature is thought to have existed since the Precambrian era. No other specimens mm-hmm. have been sighted. Oh yeah, I, so we estimate its body length to be between 2,000 and 8,000 kilometers. That's big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Almost nothing is known about the SCP's habits, such as its reproductive capabilities, if any, food source, and nesting area, if any. You know, Research some regards- might say that size is too big to fail. Also, why is that the estimate? That's like four times the size. How, how is it such a wide area? Research regarding the SCP is pending approval. No, you're not allowed. The archipelago, known as the um, Bruce Branstein Islands... Do you actually not know? Archipelago. Of course I know. The archipelago, known as the Bruce Springsteen Islands, have historically been uninhabited, Uh. though claimed by Mexico in 1702. Upon handover to the foundation, Mexican presence was evacuated... Wait, Bruce Springsteen didn't exist in 1702. He did. Was he named after the islands? 
He, he was, yes. The, the Mexican president was evacuated on the pretense of rising sea levels. Though the archipelago has remained above sea level for several millennia, any change of death by the SCP could result in the disappearance of the entire... How many fucking times do they have to say it? Archipelago. Archipelago. one word I have trouble saying, and they're saying it like twice a sentence. Seriously, I want you to repeat after me. Arc. Arc. I. I. Pel. Pel. Ago. Ago. Archipelago. Archipelago. There you go! You did it! Archipelago. As the SCP moves slowly, less than one kilometer per week, but seems to only be adrift. Its method of propulsion is unknown. Regular seismic tremors seem to indicate briefing about every three months, causing minor shifts uh, in the Actually, it, it says three, three months. Uh, every three, three months, causing minor <laughs> shifts in the hour's <laughs> terrain, <laughs> suggesting that the creature is probably dormant. Information right, so we've got a big monster, classic series one. Oh, information suppression. This is new. We don't see a lot of these. Yeah, that's my favorite category. I think this is funny because, like, nowadays, wouldn't that just be put in the special containment procedures? The USS Batista was scuttled with all hands immediately after discovering the SCP with the permission of the American government. I was watching The Guardians of the Galaxy earlier, that's why. (laughs) The public Uh... is forbidden from entering the archipelago created by the SCP. Archipelago! You had it. You had it before, now you're doing it. Archipelago, created by the SCP due to the conveniently large number of resident endangered bird species. As indicated above, satellite footage is to be adopted in order to suppress knowledge of the SCP's movements. NASA is currently cooperating with the Foundation in keeping the existence of the SCP quiet, and is currently permitting the Foundation use of their satellites for photographic use. Nice. Addendum 020, I don't know what the numbers indicate, but in 1992... The no, US... these, these, these three sentences are, are all addendum 0 through 20. <laughs> In Each word is an addendum. The U.S. National oh. Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, an American scientific agency unaffiliated with and unaware of the existence of the foundation, detect, you okay? detects an ultra-low la- la- ultra frequency underwater sound emanating Now you just forgot how to read words, period. Approximately... Over there for the redacted coordinates! That's actually based. I like that. Approximately far from the southern west coast of South America. Despite the best efforts of embedded agents, John Carlson, news of the sound leaks to the media, receiving the significant media coverage. Foundation and anal- anal- I can't mess up saying this one. Analysis concluded that a massive underwater organism was the source of the noise, and the SCP was hypothesized to be its source. Is this SCP based on the bloop noise? I think that so. Yeah. Bloop? As its yeah. head is well within the possible location as of the rest of the SCP. The sound confirms Gamma 6041's hypothesis that SCP 169 is gargantuan in size. Future efforts by scientific or civilian teams to determine the source of the noise must be stopped by any means necessary. Oh my god, my boy's been they, drinking. They got, they got me. So I gotta say, I'm, I don't think I can rate this SCP. Because it's easy to poke fun at how like clumsy and different it is and how much it goes over the little details. But Cactus brought up a good point when he was on our episode like two things ago about how they were trying to do something different back then. And I think this is one such case. I don't think this is an article that on its own is supposed to impress you. I think it's supposed to be a clever reference to the bloop. And I think it's supposed to be one of those things that populates like what the Foundation is about rather than yeah. tell its own story, you know? It's also like, like, this like article absurdly big. To be like... Yeah. 
like it, it like it, this article is more like okay this is what the foundation does it covers things up there's crazy monsters but it doesn't really tell the story of the monsters so i don't think i'm going to give this one a rating i'm just going to let it sit as like filler to pad the universe world building if you will yeah, so uh, yeah, I will like, say though that there's no way in fucking hell an article like this would ever get this many upvotes in the modern day. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Because it's not really telling you anything. Originally, when it was originally posted, it was even more absurdly big. It was specifically said to be 17 percent the mass of the Earth. Just, how absurd. would it survive? It's like yeah, how would it? It's absurd because it physically wouldn't be able to consume enough food to keep going. That's let alone all the like pressure bullshit. That it's because it, think it's about. it's sleepy down there, so it's always asleep. So it doesn't need food. Oh, of course, the food just walks into its mouth. No, because it's it's <laughs> dormant. You see, so it doesn't need oh, to eat. Course. Like a bird. <laughs> Have you ever listened to the Decemberists? No. Them. There's a song. There's a song called La Infanta, and it like opens up with a, and it made me think of that as well. And that's followed by like intense drum beats. I'm so happy for you. Thanks. Let's get to the next article then, huh? How about okay. that? Okay. Hey, this guy's getting kind of crazy. Let's get to the next this one. This guy can't say archipelago. <laughs> I'll sh- I'll... Let's move on to the next one. Arc- How can I-, I actually don't know if this is a bit anymore? Archipelago. 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 Here you go, buddy. Archipelago. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's get to SCP-1290. Oh You're doing it on purpose. You're definitely <laughs> fucking me. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing what? <laughs> You're fucking me. That's, oh, he went back to it. He's sticking to his guns. Wait, Let's I need to, to update next. Discord. Hang on. Do you need to update Discord? <laughs> you don't have to update Discord when we're recording a podcast! <laughs> Come on, it'll just take a second. Come on. Well, no, do it afterwards. Okay, but this, 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 this guy says it so casually. I need to update Discord. <laughs> We're 15 minutes in. <laughs> We're not okay, waiting. Alright, alright, alright. All right. We'll Shameless. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> it bothers me. Don't look at it. Why do you even right. got Discord open? I was getting the link and I noticed it. It's, okay, we're up to SCP-1290. This is called Imperfect okay. Teleporter by Elana. Hmm. This is short. I feel like I've heard the name Elana around before. We may have read one of their other articles. I don't know. It's episode 62. Mm. Let's get into it. SCP-1290. Object classify. Special containment procedures. Research sites 48 Alpha and 48 Beta have been established around the branch facilities housing Dash 1 and Dash 2, respectively. Activation experiments involving the SCP have been indefinitely suspended for pending a better understanding of its operational principles. What could it mean? I don't know, but they needed two whole sites built for one SCP. That seems inefficient as hell. Description. The SCP is a pair of prototype electronic devices that were built by Prometheus Labs. That's a name we've not run into before. Maybe we'll run into them more in the future. As part of research into long-range teleportation. Each device consists of a platform 2 metres in diameter attached to a 5 metre by 20 metre by 3 metre main unit, both of which draw power from a dedicated generator. The two copies of the SCP are located at diametrically opposed antipodal locations of the Earth, with Dash 1 located in redacted Columbia and Dash 2 located in redacted Singapore. You haven't been to Singapore? I've not. Mm-hmm. I've, no, I've never been to Singapore. I heard you can get fined if you litter there, like, really Yeah, yeah. Well, where did you hear that? 
I know where you heard it. You say it. No, I know. I know where you heard it. I genuinely don't know what you're implying. I truly don't remember. You saw it in JoJo. Oh, that's probably correct. I just didn't remember that. <laughs> that's the I way you phrased it. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> Where'd you hear I it? I swear I didn't. I didn't remember the source. Remember when Paul Lareffi dropped part, his fucking part luggage. three? Part three was full of like fun facts, so that makes sense. I remember Paul Lareff drops his only belongings, and they think he's littering. Yeah, oh, Paul Lareff. When an object is placed on the platform of Dash 1 and the main unit is activated, the object is instantaneously, 10 milliseconds delay, uh, teleported to the platform of Dash 2. No, or less under, than under, under, the 10 yeah. milliseconds delay, buddy, yeah. However, due to what is suspected to be a design or engineering flaw, the object retains its orientation and velocity relative to the axis of the Earth. Oh no. That, that so is like falls upside down. That is, when a stationary object enters Dash 1, it exits Dash 2 upside down and travelling east at approximately 930 metres a second. See see Addendum Dash 01 for more information. I think that pretty much says, oh, I don't need more information, but... Yeah. (laughs) The SCP came to the Foundation's attention following the closure of the Prometheus Lab's main facility and was secured and contained on blank by blank by elements of Mobile Task Force Move 4, debuggers. The chief engineer in charge of the SCP, Dr. Adapted, is wanted for questioning by the Foundation and has yet to be located. The SCP is currently being reverse engineered by Foundation research teams in an effort to understand and replicate its technology. So Prometheus Labs is sort of a uh, bit of a more minor group of interest. They're pretty big, but uh, not, not one of the big boys, I would say. Uh, the whole thing I, is I think that, like, you mean big as in like they're, they're, they have a lot of importance on the universe, but they don't have like a bunch of tails or like a big threat or anything. No, because the, the main thing is that they are already sort of gone. And worth finding stuff they've left behind. Uh, like archaeology, anomalous archaeology. It's more like in the 70s like the... they were a big thing, but then they all right. glued themselves up with their anomalous tech, and now we just sort of... So it's like a less menacing factory. Kinda, yeah, kinda. Yeah, Addendum sure. 1, incident reports. What if we... Haha, what if we started an anomalous tech company in our podcast lore? Just kidding, unless... <laughs> it's a report. Initial activation experiment on blank, blank, blank. In order to establish the functionality of the SCP, Foundation researchers attempted to teleport a regulation 14 pound, 6.35 kilogram no. bowling ball no. from Dash 1 to Dash That's 2. That's such a heavy bowling ball. Does anyone bowl with a 14 pound bowling ball? I do. We Resulting have to in. Prove f- to people. <laughs> one on each finger. Bowling, like dual wielding bowling balls. No, one <laughs> on each finger. <laughs> Wait, what? I feel oh. ten. Oh, <laughs> and I do How a little a pose and ten go flying. Your fingers would split so far. <laughs> no, I'm just huge. I'm just built different. Oh, your fingers are spread really far. They're apart. like spaghetti. They stretch out and enter the bowling ball. Time <laughs> mm, for bowling rush. <laughs> Boom! You like knock down like a group of people, and you're like, hmm, "Looks like a strike." <laughs> One guy's oh. running away. Oops! Better aim for a spare. There's like one's oh, running. Mm, you turned my strike into a spur, scum. I won't spare your life. Throws bowling ball at back of head. I don't need the guiding rails to kill you. Like, barely misses the hero by an inch. Hmm, gutter ball, it seems. <laughs> I'm just like a super villain now. <laughs> yeah, like a character. 
you're going to you know, with your deaf Spider-Man. This will be New York Strike. <laughs> the the bowler. What's his name? What's his name? Um, Perfect score, maybe for a three hundred. Gutter ball. <laughs> because I was left in the gutter of society, beaten and abused, unnoticed. Tony Stark beats me at bowling. <laughs> so I beat his wife. Within an inch of her life! Oh my god, he's much darker than I thought. Yeah. He has, like, trick bowling balls. They do different things. Yeah, yeah, he's got one that explodes, one that, like, turns into a net. He's got... (laughs) Spider-Man, I'm trapped these orphans inside this giant glass bowling ball. If you don't get a strike, (laughs) they'll fall into space. Superman has to bowl with it! (laughs) But the only way to get a strike is to throw it into a bowling alley. That would be a surefire strike, but oh, all the poor bowlers. Oh, but all Superman. those innocent civilians have been tied up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he makes he makes a superhero bowl, but like the pins are civilians and the ball's like made of laser. <laughs> if you don't get a strike, Superman, I'll kill Lois Lane. <laughs> He's not even like bowling related to murder, he's just got a gun for Lois. Can you can you write a short story about the bowler, please? Absolutely. It would be so good. Anyway, SCP. Bowling a bowling aether user who uses bowling balls, he's recorded for his tricks. <laughs> so they bowled it from no, they teleported the bowling ball from dash one to dash two. Resulting in three <laughs> casualties and severe damage to the research facility at a neighboring warehouse. I have to say I don't know what they were expecting. Um, oh, until man. the SCP is fully functional and the source of this floor is identified, activation experiments have been suspended until further notice. That's a cute one. But again, I think yeah. this is more of a world-building article than like a, wow, that's a really good article. Yeah. Uh, is that the theme of... What is the theme of these? Are these truly just four random articles? Because they kind of seem like... Of course. Wink. Oh, uh, is this the Anomalous Objects episode, maybe? No, you'll never oh. figure it out. Okay. Anyway, I'm getting tired. Do you want to start re- start this next one? Sure. SCP-1440, The Old Man from Nowhere by Dematics. We've already read this. What? We've read this one! It's no the worries. old man who like can't stay anywhere too long because he destroys the world around oh, fuck. him. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> so episode 62 is bound to happen. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we read this one over a year ago. It was one of the first ones we did. I think it was somewhere around before or after the Little Misters episode. That's so funny. (laughs) We've already read this one. Why did I remember it and you didn't? I don't know. This guy's mocking me. That's actually hilarious. Don't I guess worry, we only got... have three SCPs today. No, we've got another one. I've, I've came He's to purge. furiously clicking through the wiki. I, I prepared another one. Don't worry. This is episode 16... SCP-1678. Un-London. Alright. Um, I haven't seen this one. Is that you? It looks kind of like Dune in a London cop-op outfit. Of course not. Of course not. And this one is, of course, by the, the great author, Astronaut Joe. Wait, who were the last two authors? Fuck, did we talk about them? Yeah, Kane Pathos Crow and Elana. Right. Um, and this one's by who again? I'm sorry. Astronaut Joe. Astronaut Joe. Okay. So, is Dune an SCP, by the way? It is not. You should write that. 
But yeah, this is SCP-1678, un-London. Why don't you kick us off? Hmm. It's just like reverse London. <laughs> where you like go down, go down the sewer and there's another London underneath it, but it's like evil. Prince that? Philip is still alive in, in un-London. <laughs> He's waiting for you there. <laughs> <clears throat> Item number, SCP-1678. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-1678 remains only partially contained. Mobile Task Forces Tau-4 and Epsilon-6 have succeeded in establishing a defensible perimeter around the Hyde Park district of SCP-1678, with cases of 1678-A largely ceasing their attacks on the perimeter of the foundation-held of the foundation-held area. So we see a case of Dash-A under containment, and it looks like a, a London police officer with a weird head. So I'm guessing those are the A's, or like un-cops, un-London cops. They're like, oh, do you have a license for existing? What's all this, then? <laughs> yeah. A long-term research base is currently under construction, and mobile task force commanders are preparing an assault on the 1678 Natural History Museum with the intent of capturing a forward command post to direct defense efforts. Why are they going to war with it? I thought they were just supposed to preserve SCPs. Who cares? <laughs> it's just un-London. No one wants un-London. Oh. Sorry. Current short-term... I should stop drinking when we do podcasts. This is super unprofessional. I'm sorry. Current short-term aims involve the capture of an extension of the defensible perimeter to the SCP-1678 Natural History Museum and to research and to ascertain the origins, construction, and weaknesses of the SCP-1678-A entities. Long-term aims involve efforts to halt, hinder, or control the production of 1678-A entities and to assault the 1678 Houses of Parliament, where the being, entity, or intelligence responsible for the creation of 1678 is believed to reside, and to capture and contain the aforementioned being. I'm just imagining you, like, at a desk with your fingers steepled together, like, Let them come! My un-London officers will be the death of you! (laughs) Go, un-Boris! Stop them coming any further. <laughs> yeah, Boris is there. He's like a like a twelve foot tall officer like a with a huge club. <laughs> yeah, he's like as you wish. You have to fight him in the old houses of common. Why did you? Why were the first two sh- so short? And you're making me read this really long one. Because you called me out, and I must punish you. Sec- 1678 is a full-scale mirror image reconstruction of the British city of London, ah, as opposed to the non-British city of London, located <laughs> exactly one kilometer underneath the original city of London. Currently, only the Hyde Park district of SCP-1678 has been explored, but all buildings, at least within the explored district, correlate exactly to their surface counterparts in terms of location, as well as the exterior size and shape, although rarely in terms of architecture, building material, and interior layout. That is one run-on sentence. What the fuck? The city has been constructed to resemble the city as it was in the Victorian era, with constructions designed to resemble traditional gas lighting prevalent on the streets, and with all modern buildings in the original city of London being represented in a Victorian style of architecture, most notably the skyscrapers of the business district. Illumination is infrequent and unreliable, and it is unknown how 1678 has acquired a steady oxygen and gas supply. 1678 is believed to have been constructed instantaneously by unknown means, probably with the Infinity Stones with the 1678 Houses of Parliament serving as the epicenter for the construction process. I imagine, like, there's a fight with, like, you, the boss of Un-London and the Foundation, you're, like, bleeding out, and you're, like, having your villain last moment, you're like, looks like London Bridge is falling down, and then you pass away. You should have gone for Big Ben. Yeah, Big Ben 
<laughs> turns into a giant mech. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. I want this to happen now. <sighs> All right, what was I reading? Uh, oh, <clears throat> this is evidenced by the fact that as distance from the Houses of Parliament increases, there is an exponentially increasing frequency of flaws in the construction of 1670. Just like the real houses built, built, <laughs> built entirely out of copper pipes or other unconventional materials. Gas lights being little more than a metal rod topped with a floating orb of light. Buildings containing no floors and at the furthest explored distance from the epicenter, no windows or doors. Aside from foundation occupants in cases of dash A, B, and C, 1678 is believed to be uninhabited. 1678 is believed to have been constructed with the intent to harbor the survivors of an XK-class end-of-the-world end event. If you didn't have a plan for this week, why, why didn't we just read, like, uh, requests? No, don't worry about it. Okay. This is evidenced by an audio recording that will activate and play upon any person entering the city. All right, we have an audio transcript of the entrance. Uh, would you like to read this? Sure. I, I wish I had like an old timey filter for this, <laughs> like really Andrew Ryan. My fellow citizen. My my fellow citizen. If you are hearing this tape, then the world as we knew it has finished. The sky has broken. The ground heaves the tramp of terrible feet. And all the horror and madness from the dark corners of the world has broken free to exact its vengeance on the world of man. Those who sought to contain them are killed or scattered, and we soon learned to attempt to fight these creatures is almost invariably to face one's death. Countless billions have been slaughtered in an attempt to sate their endless appetite for death, and there is nothing, was nothing, we could do to stop them. Evil has raised this bloody flag upon all nations of the world and crowded its unholy victory to the broken sky. Yes, this is the end. But there is a new hope. Welcome to Rapture. I mean, un-London. A city of the survivors. <laughs> a city of the free. Yeah, Together... why does this read like Rapture? <laughs> it is very Bioshock. Together, fellow citizens, we'll rate and prepare for a new beginning. The grand new world that is soon to come. Let the world above burn. We will endure. Let the monsters have their world. We will prepare. So wait, why are we fighting these guys if they weren't causing problems? And let the ground tremble with a new Armageddon as evil consumes itself. For I tell you, citizen, upon the day of the ruination of man, their insatiable appetites will turn against one another in their endless lust for death. We will wait. And I tell you, citizen, that there will be a new morning, and you will emerge from London and stand blinking in the sun as our children play and laugh in the bones of horrors long dead. And you'll walk hand in hand to the sea, our faces skywards, as the rising sun ushers in the new age of man. And you will gather, citizen, as my, at my feet as I summon London from its rest, and it shall burst, phoenix-like, from the ashes of the old. And on that day, the citizen, there shall be a new order as we raise the Union flag over the entire world. Why is I... Union flag capitalized? Why, why flag? Because it's the Union flag. I welcome you to un-London, the last city. And why is first. last city capitalized? And I, I, I always confuse me with stuff like this. How do you know it needs to be capitalized? <laughs> also, I'm... also, why? Yeah, because this is a transcript. Also, how is it also the first? London was not the first city in real well, life. Well, it's because the last city, because then when the new world comes, it's going to burst out. It'll be the first one. Oh, the, the first history. of the new world. Yeah. Imagine you have to enter a new world and your only option is to live in London. Sounds like an L to me, buddy. How dare you? But yeah, I'm back to you. You don't even live in London. 
Aren't you like anti London because they're all yeah. you or something? I don't. I don't care for southerners. Apologies to <laughs> any southerners. Please subscribe to my podcast. <laughs> what a little bitch! Hey, you can't say that to me. I'm I'm British. I'm sorry. I what what does that do with anything? I've been thrown off. You poured all my tea into the fucking harbour. I was going to drink that. I'm sorry. You were going to go back to, what was it, uh, 1776 and drink all the tea? Oh, Mr. Washington, please, if I could just have just a sip. What are you doing? I mean, technically you could. Tea is just the stuff in water and they put it in the ocean, so that's they, a lot. They, they dump it in like, no, you can't drink it, British scum. And I'm like... <laughs> And I just let me fall backwards into the ocean. put a straw in the water the start slurping up the harbor. I just let, I, I just let myself <laughs> fall backwards into the ocean. You just hear like a whirlpool. Like, no! The water level starts going down. <laughs> you fool, <Slurred>. Washington. <laughs> you powered him up. <laughs> ben Franklin's like lost an arm. He's like, fight! <laughs> <laughs> fight! He's like gripping the arm. It's like the blood's like out of him. Oh, uh, my favorite anime trope is when the characters cough up blood. They're like, Ugh! and it comes out slow motion. It's like, no, he's done. <laughs> George Washington's like, yeah. and I'm like, I've already taken care of Chuck Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> trying to think of other. Paul Revere can't save you now. But anyway, we're reading an article. It's your turn. Yeah, so were we? Oh, yeah. That's so long. The following message is relayed on the end of every hour. The time is time o'clock. Oh, what? (laughs) The time is six o'clock. All is well. On approaching any bank or police station, citizen, you are entering a restricted area. Have your authorization... Oh, it's like real London. Have your authorization papers ready. A bobby will arrive to escort you shortly. Warning, a single case of Dash A will be summoned. On being cited by a case of Dash A, Halt! Police! Drop your weapons! Come now, let's be having you. Police! Don't run! Randomly, once per hour, the messages below are selected samples of the 1678 observed audio recordings. No one is safe from the influence of mimetic beat. I love how this guy has created a dystopia that no one lives in yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's even here and he's already let the power go to his head. No one is safe from the influence of mimetic beings. Have yourself assessed today. You could be possessed by a mimetic horror and not even know it. Psyche assessments are free and easy. Visit a clinic today. Do you find light on... Does how anyone do even live here yet? I don't know. It, but not yet. But um, how much do you think they charge for that in on New York? Oh, haha. Well played. Except <laughs> this is on London where they get to brainwash your mind. You basically trade all your freedom away to, to live in this dystopian world for a free psych assessment. <laughs> in New York, it would probably cost like $3,000. I, I, I also learned it's even worse on the coasts, right? Like, mm. I got my ADHD testing done when I was a kid. We have a lot of fun here, people. It's time to get serious. I, I, I got, like, my, my my screening from a psychiatrist, right? I was talking to someone, an adult friend of mine, who was, like, going to get HD, and they're like, yeah, the screening's $2,000. I was like, $2,000? They ask you a few questions on a piece of paper. They're like, yeah, it's a little bit expensive in California. I'm like, that's why you shouldn't live there. Literally the worst state. Do you find light uncomfortable? Identifying a cortex worm's infection early makes it impossible to remove. Speak to your doctor today. What's a cortex worm? You just... This place sounds shitty. (laughs) 
Have you noticed anyone acting oddly? Tell a Bobby immediately. Crime will not be tolerated in London as opposed to anywhere else. I warn you, the tormentors of society will become its defenders. What? You know, I don't know how much more I can take of this. It's not even like Chuny fun. It's just like, what the fuck is happening? Let's go on. This really does just feel like someone played Bioshock and was like, I'm going to make this an SCP. Evil can walk in human form and human flesh. Stay vigilant. Are you frequently anxious or depressed? It could be a symptom of the pattern screamer's influence. Notify a Bobby immediately. Ensure you are well rehearsed in all breach protocols. There is no excuse for panic or confusion during drills. Can't make ends meet? Do not be ashamed. Bryson's home for the poor is here to help. I rule in the... In- I love how in this ideal society, instead of creating a society which he has from the ground up where everyone can, like, afford to live, he's just already, like, <laughs> factored in that there's gonna be poor people. <laughs> he just decided that... That kind of reminds me when um I saw a post, it was probably a meme, but someone was, like, making up a sexuality about being attracted to bees and they invented their own slur for that. And I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> what is the point of that? I rule in the interests of the many, not the few. There are no special privileges. This is me when people are Swell- SCPs in the common. <laughs> yeah. Swelling and abnormal growths are an early sign of the slaver man's possession. Report any abnormal sickness to your doctor. And be- this sounds like a terrible place to live. Each Maybe. and every one of you is responsible for the safety of unlondon and its citizens. Be watchful. Most explored buildings within 1672, 1678 appear to have been outfitted for the purpose of extremely dense inhabitation with closely grouped steel bunk beds, a common feature in any building suitable for the purpose. Foundation researchers have advised that most explored buildings within 1678 are unfit for human habitation due to a high preponderance of mold, damp, and poor construction within these buildings. Some buildings are outfitted for other purposes, most notably the 1678 version of the Natural History Museum, which is featuring an exhibit titled The Fall of Man, and contains representations of several known SCP entities and images and artwork depicting apocalyptic settings. Uh, hang on, who wrote this again? Okay. The key threat posed by 1678 is by entities referred to in some 1678 audio recording as Bobbies. Bobby is known to be a Victorian-era British slang term for policemen, henceforth referred to as 1678-A. These entities are constructed out of human corpses crudely dismembered at the head, wrists, knees, and elbows, and reassembled using simple industrial hinges and screws. The head is always wrapped in bandages. They are dressed in a uniform similar to Victorian-era police and are extremely hostile towards Foundation personnel, attacking them on site with improvised weapons. How did they even get to this place again? Where was it? Like, underneath London somewhere? Yeah, Yeah, what the fuck? Um... It's just underground, though. It's not like in another dimension. So I feel like most things that would destroy the world would also destroy this. Um, These uh, attacks are always preceded by Dash A, emitting a a noise similar to that of a policeman's whistle, and all loudspeakers within 100 meters emitting the audio recording of Police! Halt! Criminal! Instances of Dash A are extremely resistant to damage, with only high-caliber rounds and explosive weapons proving sufficient to destroy them. Why? They're just corpses with hinges. They are believed to originate from a building named Bryson's Home for the Poor, as evidenced by an inmate-style jumpsuit worn under the uniform. To what extent... Oh, so they turn the poor into policemen. Classy. To what extent they interact with other 1678 entities is unknown. Can we take over that? Yeah, please do. 
Dash B, Roll Surveillance, a.k.a. Eyes in the Sky. Cases of Dash B are biomechanical constructs which resemble that of a small alien life form. They're composed of a central mass of a red organic matter stitched together by a copper exoskeleton that resembles a spine and wing bones. The head has been demonstrated to be a small video camera, and remnants of feathers and plastic on the exterior suggest they were once intended to resemble a pigeon. Cases of Dash B are known to possess no offensive or destructive capabilities, yet their ability to track task force movement should not be underestimated, as it is currently unknown if they are capable of communicating with or summoning cases of Dash A. Cases of Dash B are relatively simple to contain or destroy, yet their large numbers make their observation of Foundation activities extremely difficult to stop. Occasional posters throughout the Foundation explored area allude to their existence. These posters display an image of a small pigeon observing criminal activity beneath the title And London's Eyes in the Sky, alongside a small message to the effect that anyone destroying or vandalising an eye in the sky faces up to six weeks in the Tanhony unit. No, not the Tanhony unit. You just enter, I'm just sat in there. Please, come in. So they got, like, little pigeon bird spies? Yeah. I mean, don't we even have those in real life in, like, China or some shit? It's not even, like, anomalous. Why is that a dash B? Because they're, like, made from birds. (laughs) Oh, I guess. This kind of reminds me a little bit of... Remember that tower that, like, made animals into, like, servants? Yeah, yeah. Kind of has a similar vibe. Maybe it was the same guy, same artist. All right, go ahead. You can keep going. Same NFT. Dash C. Roll unknown, a.k.a. Wretch. Cases of Dash C resemble a humanoid figure dressed in rags. They appear to be of old age and are usually, although not always, female. They've always been encountered outside the Foundation-held area. There have been very few direct encounters with the Dash C entities, and it's currently unknown how many cases exist or to what level of threat or what or to what level of threat they pose to Foundation security or safety. Encounters typically feature cases of Dash C sitting on a street corner with a begging dish, whereupon they will attempt to attract the pity or mercy of any Foundation personnel within their proximity with pleading or begging for food or money. Supplying a case of Dash C with food will cause them to begin weeping before dematerializing with a burst of death and black smoke. Foundation personnel are currently under instruction to not interact with them. They are briefly alluded to in an SCP-1678 audio recording. Do not pity the wretch. Allow them to pay the price of their betrayal for all eternity. Remember, citizen, on the day on London rises, I shall reward the loyal or traitors shall be forever damned. That's you. That's what I'm going to do to you if you ever make fun of me again. Man, I gotta say, like, I don't want to shit on this one too much. It's an earlier SCP. You know, these were written for different purposes, but I, I'm i like, this one's really losing me. I'm not, I, I'm like barely able to keep paying attention. <laughs> SCP-1678-D. Roll. Sued for supply. Food supply. A.K.A. There you go. Dr. Goody's Wonder Food. Dash D is believed to be the primary food source on offer in the events that the SCP receives full-scale occupation. Dash D is freely and easily available from steel vending machines instilled in virtually every building or structure outfit, outfitted for the purpose of habitation. The vending machines are upright steel pumps, similar in size and shape to that of a modern petrol pump, containing a slot for the receiving of coins and a flexible rubber hose ending in a trigger-operated nozzle that will deploy half a litre of Dash D upon the payment. All vending machines display the legend, Dr. Goody's Wonder Food! Alongside an image of a smiling child enjoying a bowl of Dash D, and text bubbles advising that Dash D costs just a farthing a bowl, that it contains all the nutrients you need and completely restores health and vitality as the health power up. It is proven to be extremely attractive to cases of Dash B, C, and an unknown species of coloured mollusk which has been observed feeding on any spillages. 
Dash to use a synthetic starch gel, heavily enriched with various minerals, vitamins, fats, and bulking agents. In addition to this, it contains several unknown molecular structures and various engineered DNA helixes carried within synthetic cellular structures. It has the same consistency and taste as porridge. I hate that. I hate the taste comment because it implies they made people eat this shit. Of course. As advertised, it, as advertised, it contains all the nutrients necessary for short-term survival. but add space in the article. Mm. However, Foundation researchers have advised that over a period of more than six weeks, users of Dash D will become dangerously underweight due to low levels of fat and protein within Dash D, and are at strong likelihood of contracting illnesses such as scurvy if survival is attempted by consuming Dash D alone. Dash D appears to be purposely engineered to manipulate the psyche of regular consumers. Through a mixture of unknown molecular compounds, regular consumers are more obedient to authority, are less likely to commit acts of violence, are less likely to engage in sexual intercourse. No, my horny. Have reduced capacity for fear or panic. Actually, where can where can where can a motherfucker get some dash D up in here? <laughs> and have consistently high morale. Hey, hold on. I want good morale. Yeah, this sounds pretty good. Cures depression and makes you stop being horny. Hold on, where's the dash D at? Hey, what's the downside? In addition, it also has engineered side effects such as depressive symptoms and headaches. Uh, wait, what if, the hell is that? How can you have high morale and depressive syndromes? If a subject suddenly abandons consuming dash D. Oh, so. oh, of course, of course. It's it's like a drug. <laughs> Poor <Due to>, drug. <laughs> due to the difficulty of creating food within the SCP, dash D would serve as the primary food source in the event of large-scale habitation. Foundation personnel are forbidden to consume dash D, even in small amounts. Not all then how do you machines... know what it tastes like? I assume they tested on a decay. Not all vending machines produce Dash D to the same quality, with some machines deploying corrupted forms that have induced severe mental or physical abnormalities or death within the consumer. It's currently unclear what entity, being, or intelligence is responsible for the creation and maintenance of the SCP. It's unclear as what evident or disaster the SCP is prepared for. My issue with so, this article so this... is it just sort of stops. Yeah, yeah there, all that's left is it is current. yeah. It doesn't tell you why the Foundation's fighting them, because they don't really have a reason to. Honestly, I think this article would have been better as a group of interest. Even though it still is silly and has a lot of errors, I think the whole Foundation fighting them, the whole idea fits much better with a group of interest than an SCP, really. Know what I mean? Yeah, it, I, I, it sort of sets up this other narrative at the start. Like, there's a, maybe a guy in the Houses of Parliament who's doing all this. Yeah, and there's like a fight going on, and, and then it's like, oh, by the way, on London is, is Bioshock World. But then, this one it, it, it's, more, it's more like a setting description than actual story is my issue. Yeah. I do like the setting. I, I, I am uh, quite fond of it because other people have done cool stuff with it. But the actual I, article I believe itself, you, but I'm still giving this one a 4 out of 10 and a down vote of Rooney. I'm sorry. Forgive me. It's just this once. I have to go all out. Don't worry. You're going somewhere new now. So there's Home a fourth article you before, Home right? for the poor. Uh, yeah. No. We have room for yeah. one more, do you think? We're 46 minutes in. Yeah, probably. Or or we could just start reading. I don't care. It's up to you. Let's flip a coin. Let's be look crazy in this discovery. Didn't you have thing. a fourth prepared? This just proves they really are random articles. What actually, no. Fuck, yeah, actually, actually, yeah, we do have to read it. Never mind. We have to read it. Okay. It's SCP-2466. This is called Slay Dragon Save City by CWW. CWW? Isn't that a TV channel? No. The CWW? Oh, by Communism Will Win. No. Okay. You were just shortening their name. Item number. SCP-2466. Object class safe. Special containment procedures. The SCP has kept this an issue. No, <laughs> just to say. Say. 
SCP-2466 is kept in a standard storage locker at Site-44. Testing of the SCP may be undertaken with permission of the SCP's HMCL supervisor. Testing of Dash 1 is not permitted. To prevent accidental activation of Dash 1, all shortcuts to the program have been removed from the device. If Dash 1 is activated, the SCP must be disconnected from its power source immediately. Could I potentially popcorn this to you for a minute because my throat is dry? What did you say? I'm sorry. Can I popcorn this to you for a little bit? Sure. Do you want me to do the description? Yeah, sure. I'll do the addendum. Okay. <clears throat> SCP-2466 is a Samsung Galaxy S5 smartphone running the Android operating system. It is host to a number of non-anomalous applications as well as Dash 1, identified as Slay Dragons Save City. Dash 1's code is incomprehensible, will not operate on any device other than 2466, and will reinstall itself on 2466 if removed. Oh, it's like the app from Persona. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you can't get rid of it. The meta, the metaverse. Termination of 2466-1 is only possible by removing 2466's power source. So they've terminated it before. Well, again, that's so the untermination. How did it come it back? Afterwards. Yeah, so it's not really terminated, huh? It comes back when you put the power back in. They had a termination quote, so they had to fudge the numbers. Dash 1 is a text-based game in which the user battles against an instance of Mega Charizard X, a character from the Pokemon franchise. Wait, Series 3 was written when Mega Charizard X exists? Oh my god, how old am I? I thought this was like still the olden days of SCP. <laughs> is it really not? It's really not that old of a fandom, is it? Holy no. shit. <laughs> oh god, I feel really old now. Hold on, I need a minute. <clears throat> Dash 1 uses the battle mechanics found in the Pokemon games produced for 3DS. The user is assigned a randomized Pokemon from among those that can be acquired in the game Pokemon X, with access to four random moves that the Pokemon in question can learn. Combat is turn-based, with the user and Mega Charizard X attacking... Well, how would you stand a chance without another Mega Pokemon? Attacking each other or using other moves in turn. If the user-controlled Pokemon's hit points are depleted, it will faint, preventing it from executing its move if it has not already done so. Dash 1 will then replace the user's Pokemon with another randomly generated Pokemon. If Mega Charizard X faints, it will be replaced by another copy of Mega <laughs> Charizard X. The user may input the command CHECK to gain all relevant information on their current Pokemon or the name of any of their Pokemon's moves to execute that move. All this is is just a text form of Pokemon, but garbage. <laughs> Why? Um, every move executed by Dash 1's instance of Mega Charizard X compels 10 to 12 random residents of uh, Sacramento, California to engage in activities that correspond to the selected move. Mega Charizard X can use the moves Dragon Dance, Roost, Flare Blitz, and Dragon Claw. See addendum 2466-1 for details. There's no evidence that the user's actions have similar effects, either in blank or anywhere else. Due to Mega Charizard X's high power, few Pokemon assigned to the user can avoid fainting from both Flare Blitz and Dragon Claw after it has used Dragon Dance. However, the AI that determines Mega Charizard X's moves frequently makes strategic errors, which gives the user frequent opportunities to launch counterattacks. Dash 1. Effects of Mega Charizard X's moves. The 10 to 12 residents of Sacramento affected by each move... Are they always the same residents or different every time? Random, it's so yeah, different. Affected by each move are granted the collective designation 2466-2 for the duration of their compulsion. Flare Blitz and Dragon Claw will affect real-world damage in proportion to the damage dealt by Mega Charizard X with the corresponding move in Dash 1. SCP-1 will not accept user input until the effects of the associated move are completed. Dragon Dance. SCP-2466-2 will converge in a public space. So it's like a really slow battle because you have to wait for the event to happen. <laughs> 
converge in a public space and perform synchronized dances while repeatedly singing the song Pokemon theme from the English adaptation of the Pokemon anime. This lasts for approximately 15 minutes. So you have to wait 15 minutes for your turn? (laughs) After which Dash 2 will set fire to the nearest building and disperse. (laughs) This is stupid. I love it. It's like stupid in a good way. Bruce, Dash 2 members will climb into a nearby tree and fall asleep for three to four hours. You have to wait that long? This game (laughs) sucks! Sitting upright without support. This rarely results in injury. That's good. Flare Blitz. Dash 2 will set fire to themselves using nearby flammable materials and sources of heat, then run towards and collide with another nearby individual. Dragon Claw. Dash 2 will obtain claws and assault a nearby individual using them. While some users will use pre-existing claws, such as those used in costumery or those attached to an animal, or affix sharp objects to their fingers, the most common method is for Dash 2 to mutilate their fingers such that the bones form sharp points. The combat effectiveness of fingers altered this way usually exceeds expectations. Uh Addendum Dash 2. A typical manifestation... Oh, wait, you said you'd do the addendum. You take this one over. Yeah. On several occasions, Dash 2's behavior deviates from the patterns described in Addendum 1. All occurred prior to containment, and thus the move used is not known with certainty. Date and time, 2014-10-25. Move used, roost. Effects. They were each entered a tree, but were not compelled to stay or sleep. Each member exited the tree within 10 minutes. Event occurred in this manner three times on 10-25. Then on 10-31, they used flare blitz. Each member of Dash 2 acquired a jack-o'-lantern, which they ignited and threw at the targets. Presumably due to coincidence with Halloween festivities. 2014-1101. 2014-1101. Move used unknown. Eleven members of the blank high school Pokemon club vandalize an empty classroom, destroying most items and structures therein. Subjects describe the action as involuntary. While the number of affected subjects associated with Pokemon and compulsion effects suggest SCP involvement, the event has not been replicated. It may be unrelated. What I'm betting, what I'm betting thinking about that line is that maybe this only affects people who are fans of or have heard of Pokemon, but because there's so many of those, it's basically random. At least in in, in an American city in California. 2014-11-21. Dragon Dance. One member of Dash 2 played a trumpet rather than sing. The event concluded with Dash 2 attempting to flood the church at which they had gathered. Coincides with the North American release of the game's Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. No. Coyote. 2014-12-07-15. Dragon Claw. Over the course of a week, Dash 2 spent one week modifying a bulldozer with layers of cement and steel, as well as several large front-mounted spikes and a flamethrower. On December 15, Foundation personnel located and detained Dash 2. No other dragon oh They had to wait one deployed. week to fucking put in their next move. At least one week, because they haven't finished yet. <laughs> yeah. If the modification had been completed, the vehicle would resemble the armoured bulldozer used in a 2004 rampage. Clinically known as the Killdozer. News coverage of the event is available from the Washington Post here in real event, yeah. Several members of Dash 2 reported familiarity with the event. 2014, 12, 27 to 28 there. Several moves. Seven moves were executed with members of Dash 2 drawn from among patrons of a Renaissance fair located three kilometres south of Blank. In each case, first staff were able to do all members of Dash 2 with minimal difficulty. Uh, no injuries were recorded. Plans to establish a permanent renaissance fair in blank in the event of containment failure under consideration. So How would can... containment failure happen? It's just a phone. <laughs> I don't Someone takes the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't wait to play Pokemon in text format and wait hours at a time. GUI 222. 
Nintendo made an attack on the foundation and stole the device. It's it's funny because this is definitely in a wackier tone, but it's basically the same as like those shitty like creepypasta like cursed games. I found this yeah. cartridge of Pokemon on an unmarked phone. I'm a huge Pokemon fan, and I really like Pokemon. When I got the, the phone, I was so happy, I cried and died. <laughs> yeah, we should do an episode one of these days just reading those shitty, like, cursed game creepypastas. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, what's... Alright, well, so what was the what was the theme? Oh, sorry, my thoughts. This one was... Again, I can't be too harsh because it's an earlier SCP, different things they were going for, like Cactus said. But this one really didn't draw me in any meaningful way. It was goofy. I'll give it that, but there wasn't really anything to it. And also the logistics of how slow the game was kept distracting me as I kept making fun of. Like, because you have to wait for a move to execute, and some of these moves took fucking days. So, like, why would anyone even design the game like this to play? What was the point? Also, how does this save the city? Because, like, slaying (laughs) the dragon dragon just replaces it. Because slaying the dragon just produces another dragon. It's life. We all have our dragons. All right, uh, I didn't like this one very much. I'm sorry. Uh, communism will win. I'm gonna have to give this one a, like a five out of ten. Overall, this episode was kind of a. I gotta be honest. These SCPs were not the heat, which is further why I think you pick these randomly. I'm, I don't yeah, know if they have themes because usually you pick like really good ones, but like I was having trouble even continuing to pay attention. And I know ADHD. I mentioned a lot, but like these ones just really were not gripping in any meaningful way this week. There's going to be a stinker with every podcast, so I guess we've hit our stinker. I'm sorry. No, no I'm worries, not trying no to worries. be a downer. I'm sure people enjoy these articles. There's nothing wrong with that, but I just wasn't pulled by any of them. The only one that showed up that was good was the one we already read. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I guess on London could be good. I'm, you said it was mentioned and there were other tales based off it that are probably more fun, but on London on its own was kind of meh. Can you tell me the theme, please? Will be yet. revealed next episode? What's your game plan here? It'll be revealed eventually. I don't believe you. It will. Alright, well, we may... I'm not going to hype up too much. We may, if things go well, have a guest next week. But if we don't, you can't complain. You can't promise anything. Um, but we yeah, do have a guest for right now. You guys! What? <laughs> Alright, let me open the comments. Give me a minute. So, Tanhoney, did you, how did you feel about that last article? Uh, it was fun. Hmm. You heard it here first? Whoa, we got a... Whoa, what happened? Hmm? Did, we, we got, like... Okay, unless I'm crazy, weren't we at, like, 760-something subscribers? We're at, like, 782 now. Yeah, we did pretty good this week. Yeah, what happened? I, uh, I bought some, uh, some bots. No. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Classic Tanhoney move. Yeah. It's like Age of Ultron, right. my favorite Marvel movie. <laughs> I don't even know if this is a, a bit anymore where I pretend to be a big Marvel fan. <laughs> you pretend. seem like one. I, 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 thought I, it was do, I do I do really enjoy Marvel movies. It's, it's shameful, but I do enjoy them. Lang Lim says, Yo, Tan Man, I have recently heard your 001 proposal, The Black Moon, described as Ouroboros 2, Black Moon Boogaloo. Make of that what you will. I also, will. at the time of writing, the 6K contest has started. What do you think of the theme? Oh, have you seen the theme? Nature? Yeah, I just wanted to know if you'd seen it. It wasn't that wasn't a build up to a bit. That I just like it was a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? Uh, it's an interesting one. I'm still giving it some thought as to what I might write for it. Yeah, that answers this next question. Will you submit an entry? And then, and why will it be when the imposter sus three do or die? Who? 
Who gave you my documents? We'll be seeing you shortly. Darnell uh, graphically says, Darnell knows Infinity Train. Woohoo! Shaman is only getting four seasons, Frowny. Four is a lot I hate of to disappoint you. I hate to disappoint you. I know you mean the cartoon, which I have heard of, but I was referencing Mugen Train, English name. Demon Slayer. <laughs> Sorry. Four seasons of that arc. <laughs> It's just, like arc three. it's just like arc three of the web serial April Space. Wow, didn't I mention that earlier in this episode? Yeah, that's there's crazy. a free trial for it that goes through all that's level sixty <laughs> and the first expansion afterwards. I'll be honest, I love April Space. If I had to pay to read it, I would not read it. Oh, but well, if, I, well, if it was I don't MMO. really do that whole thing. Uh, if it was an MMO, I'd pay to play. I'd pay <laughs> my MMO character like a beefy dragon, and I would call it like. <laughs> Skip is like a quest Radar. giver. Hey, yeah. you can kill ten of those security officers and bring me their helmets. <laughs> Dragon's like, hmm, I need you to collect five pieces of evidence. Search these boxes. I need five pieces to create a contraption. But yeah, Graphically also says, I would like to see more cannons explored, such as Bellerverse, End of Death, and SNC Plastics. Britannoni, if you are entering the 6,000 contest and you happen to win, would you prefer Mr. 5,000 or Mr. 6,000? Just call me God. <laughs> okay. For Darnell, what's your most favorite medium of entertainment? Uh, ergo, books, movie, music, TV. That's really hard. I like a lot of entertainment. I guess my fate. I don't even know if it's my favorite, but the one I consume the most by far is manga, because it's easier to, to pick up and stop... More more easy to pick up and stop than anime, which I just don't have as much time for. And I read a lot of manga, and I'll often cycle. Although sometimes that means I forget about a manga I was reading till way later. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really like reading manga a lot. Uh, Trusty Altruist says, I only just recently started listening to your videos, but I quickly learned that I couldn't do it while other people around other people because I would laugh out loud and be unable to explain myself. You should not Trusty Altruist, I like you. People. Yeah, in fact, you should you should explain it to them. Be like, oh, it's just no. this really funny YouTube channel called Discovering do not, SCP. Do not let people know you listen to Discovering SCP. You'll be a social pariah. What? They'll, they'll kill you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> go to any go to any high school. <laughs> go to any room. Tell your friends I listen to Discovering SCP. They you make you a disgusted expression. <laughs> <laughs> they may dump their lunch over your head. <laughs> Dino Tail says, well, thank you, thank "Personally, you. I okay. Personally, I okay with the SCP-2317 entity not being the Scarlet King. I personally like the 001 version of it better. I hope you guys check it out one day." Tanhony seems to be upset that the credit for 5167 went to Doctor Gears. Yes, Tanhony. Yes, let the hate flow through you. Update: The SCP-6000 contest has begun. Thank you. Chris Carlson says, Verily I shall lead into the, the bit good Sirrah. It is I, the Duke of Carlshire, also known as the Iron Man of the Discovering SCP Cinematic Universe. And as for Luke, a.k.a. the Captain America, see, I like the 106 from the young man, but in a supreme twist. I don't see an argument here, because there was no canon, and this is a prime example of how that works. Yeah, now that I think about it, 3999 is very hard to read, but it is great. Definitely worth a read, if not on the podcast. It isn't really ad-friendly either, now that I think about it, but it is really good. (laughs) He thinks we get ads. Yeah, this guy. Not until we have a thousand subscribers we want, then we can finally monetize. Just tell 200 of your friends. 
Yeah, do it. Right I'm now. not pointing a gun at you. It's pick just up the a phone. Suggestion. Pick up the phone. It's not as easy. Just pick up the phone and tell them. Stephanie says, I'm glad for this podcast because I am trying to get back into SCP, but the last time I read it was when 2521 came out. So following this podcast makes trying to catch up a lot less overwhelming. Exactly. Good. Stephanie, good job. You good and who's you. the other guy? Trusty Altruist? Yeah, good to have you guys. We're with you to the end Tell of the line, then. just like my favorite superhero, Captain America. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it Comedy takes. Man Kelp says, honestly, going to work and a dog is your manager sounds like the best job ever. It's not. Isn't that I every job? all day. <laughs> bork, bork, am I right? <laughs> uh, also, week one of asking the boys to cover 173. That's the funny piece. That is literally what episode, we did in the first episode. Episode one. Episode one. Go watch it right now. Oh, so, so you, you remember when, when it's came peanut, from. but not when it's not when it's old man. Yeah, I do. <laughs> a bush from the island of Borneo left two comments. First, they said there's a pretty good Three Moons initiative tale about two three one seven called Nightmare Regent Blue. Would love to see SCP five six five seven or five nine two eight. These aren't as well known, but are quite good and hopefully translate well into a podcast. Insert clever name here. Says, "Wow, I can't believe Tanhoni killed me. Such an honor." I hope they remember you. Chithalia said, smiley face. Ah, uh, the curse Quaker button says, yeah. Quaker button says, honestly, I think I'd prefer it if the underground guy from 2317 was the Scarlet King. My logic is that 2317 is interesting, and Scarlet King is kind of boring. So if Scarlet King is underground guy, it makes him interesting. Imagine making so smoke. Yeah, I don't know. Blank Blank says, the Irish will surely love the beginning of this what episode. Did I, right? what, did, what, did I, what did I say? <laughs> it, was me, it was me shitting on Britain and British people. Oh, right. I thought I, I, thought I forgot that I said like, derogatory things about the Irish. Thought experiments and other stuff says, week three of asking the boys to cover 5555 and 5999. We are not doing any Series 6 until we get to 5000. So you, your hopes yeah. are squashed now. You're going to be there for quite a few weeks. He says, you boys cannot escape me. I could go for a hundred weeks if I have to. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Mwahahaha. That's what oh, Dr. Manhattan says. With all the war crimes left in. That we can do. Yeah. Tell you what, if you do a hundred weeks in a row, we will read those. If we haven't already by then. That's my solemn promise to you. You have that commitment, though. That's over two years. Think about that. Whatever it takes. And lastly, an anomalous writer says... I like how Tanhony has many titles on the wiki, such as the Clown Guy, Mister Five Thousand, and most important, the Muggus Man. This is the first hey, time I've ever been called, called the Clown Guy. Yeah, I was about to say he's just called the Clown Guy. You're right, one clown. SCP. It's because he's a clown. I wrote one clown. I wrote two Muggus SCPs, and suddenly, suddenly, I'm the Clown Guy. And well, you Muggus. also you also only wrote one Five Thousand, so all your titles only come from one article out of like over a hundred. Yeah. So it's like, maybe check them all out. Maybe read all the stuff I've written. Like, the SCP... <laughs> title for every article. Yeah, like, the web... You know, I've written some stuff on the wiki. I've written some tales. I wrote the web serial, April Space. Uh, you can check that out. There's actually quite a bit of it now. Yeah. You know, it's... There's it's actually too much Aetheral Space, I think. There could be less Aetheral Space, probably. Impossible. Uh, I believe Tanhoney did a word count a couple chapters ago. He was at, like, something crazy, like 175,000 words. Yeah, so, so it could uh, be a novel at this point. So if you, you got a novel... Yeah, so all the people who come in are like, I wrote a 10,000 word draft. Uh, bow before Honey. Yes. 
If you're the kind of person that jerks off over word count anyways. I I jerk off over quality. And let me tell you, Aetheral Space has plenty of it after the first few chapters. Thank you so much. It gets much. so good. And that's not even like... The first few chapters aren't bad. It's just a little awkward setting up the world. But it really is good. Like by the time you get mid or three-fourths of the way through arc one onward. Just good. It's good. Read it. If you don't read it, then you're cringe. That's all I have to say. I'm sorry. Sorry, you're cringe. Thank you for... I'm sorry, uh, I'm really distracted because I'm looking over on the comments and my recommended, and there's a video from Critical called Me with Big Anime Breasts, and it's 41 minutes long. And I keep, like, having the urge to click it, but we're mid-recording. Don't worry, it's, it's, it's over. We're pretty much done. Oh, epic. Oh, boy. All right, bye, guys. Oh, <laughs> so you get to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, did you have anything else? Uh, no, but <laughs> that was just a very sudden... <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, take care. Bye! Bye!